Welcome to the Pad the Stats podcast, your destination for everything fantasy football and where fantasy title hopes come true. And now your host, James Swanson. Pat Cotter, do you know what I love most about football season as you let sit here and let out a big yawn? Like, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm ready to get absolutely pumped up and I just look over and you're yawning. Like, what is this, man? Aren't you excited? You know what I'm excited about? It's football season, and last night, tonight feels like a weekend, because we have football tonight. No, well, it is a weekend for almost a weekend for Well, me. it is almost a weekend for you, because you're not working tomorrow, like no, a bum. Certainly. I have to, unfortunately, go into work and provide for this family. I'm just kidding. But uh, I, I was literally sitting there yesterday, and I'm like, this is the great thing about football season, is we have football tomorrow night. Like, I was sitting there yesterday, I'm like... Month, like the week goes by, don't you agree? Like so much quicker when you have football Monday night, and then you we can look forward to Thursday night. Like it's like okay, get through Tuesday, Wednesday, and then it's like go time. Yeah, it, it does go by a lot quicker. I, I feel like actually it makes the weekend go a little bit slower because you get through Thursday night and you're like, oh man, I get that little taste, and then you have Friday and Saturday just sit there and be like, wow, wow this, there's nothing going on, you know? I mean, go out, but like. I just feel like those days you just like are like I'm ready for real football, not yeah. just this amateur stuff on on. TV. Okay, now you know what? Well, always bashing college football. I love college football. Yeah, I mean, if you want to watch amateurs, and you know, you can go ahead and do that. But I'd rather watch the professionals. <laughs> okay, all right. Well, we'll we'll table that talk for another time. We are going to preview the NFC home games for week two. Um, we have seven games on the slate, but first, Pat, waiver wire pickups of the week. Waiver wires has passed now, but. Let's talk briefly about some guys, maybe one or two guys on your list that, that you were really targeting this week in the league, you, maybe you picked up, or that you just really like heading, uh, you know, moving forward rest of season. Um, can you can you name a guy or two for us? Yeah, um, I, I really liked, uh, I, I picked up Ronald Jones in a couple leagues. I know you kind of think, you know, oh, Ronald Jones, it kind of makes you want to puke in your mouth a little bit, and it does, has for me too. But, you know, you go back and you watch the film, and he looked he looked good. He looked strong. He looked he decisive. Did. The line, you know, opened up some holes for him. I was very surprised. I've been a Ronald Jones hater since he was drafted. So for me to go back and look and he goes, you know, he actually looks pretty decent. Um, that was a big surprise for me. So I agree. He was, he was the guy I was targeting in a, in a good amount of leagues. We just watched his tape, what, last night? Yep. Um, and I thought the first thing I said to you was he looks like he's running more confidently oh, no in doubt. year two. Um, I noticed that. Now, I didn't watch him a ton. He didn't get much run in year one. I mean, he was, I think well, he was hurt a lot. Yeah. And, and then he, he was played. also just was buried on the depth chart yeah. and wasn't playing. Um, but yeah, I thought he ran much more confidently. I was impressed with him. I think that's a good one. For me, Marquise Brown, I think this is an obvious one just be based on the big performance that he had Sunday at Miami. Um, now, I know people are going to say 14 snaps, five targets. You know, what can we really expect moving forward? Is this just kind of a one-week wonder? Is he going to disappear for weeks? He might. He might. There's going to be weeks where this offense just is not going to hit the big play. We talked last night that if they miss on two deep throws to Hollywood in a game, what kind of stat line is he going to have? It's probably not going to be very good. I think he's Deshaun Jackson. You know, he's going to be that kind of... I think he's more dynamic than Deshaun Jackson. Me and you both loved his game film coming out of college. Yeah. I mean, you go back to listen to our our preview, and and I can guarantee what we said was, hey, listen, this guy is dynamic. When he is healthy, he is going to be an absolute stud if he can stay healthy. But he's got that Liz Franck injury, which we both were really worried about. I think me especially. I think I was even a little lower on him than you just because I was not ready for two 
take him, especially in a, in a redraft uh, with that list wrong thinking, it'd be more like next year when he would start to break out. But if he's already if he's already been able to do it this year, it's going to be a productive year for him. Now, the only thing that worries me is, is that Miami Dolphins defense is like playing a college team. Yeah, maybe even an like an it's FBS really team, an FBS team. Yeah. And you watch some of the plays, and and Lamar Jackson was basically back there smoking a stogie, sipping on a scotch while he was throwing <laughs> yeah. the ball. Yeah. I mean, there was a play, the, the one play where he threw it deep to Marquise Brown. He was just sitting there. He must have padded the ball seven times. Yeah. And then just and unleashed just a deep it. one to him where the safety basically stood there and let Marquise Brown run straight at him. And, and he didn't start, like, turning around until Marquise Brown was already past him. Yeah. It was just a pitiful attempt by the Dolphins. And I really don't know how much we learned about how that offense is going to be deployed just this week. So I do have a little bit of reservations when it comes to Mark. That's fair. Brown. The play that stuck out to me was that stick figure Willie Sneed running down the field looking like a board, yeah. like a two by four is what I said. And he like, ran by a guy. He ran right by the safety. Like it was it was bad. And that one in the end zone where uh, I think they were down inside the ten and Lamar rolled out to his right and he kept backpedaling and just shut it, up in the it air. Up. That defense is really bad. As far as, you know, the the season-long prospects for Marquise Brown and what you can expect, I agree, Pat. There are going to be up-and-down games. It's hard to tell from week one what we're going to get on a consistent basis from him. But, man, he looked dynamic. He did. I thought he even looked good on some of his shorter routes after the and catch. And that's what matters to me. Like and that's, that's what, what's going to matter to me. Exactly. He, I mean, he's going to be good in, in the deep threat as a deep threat. He's a fa- yeah. He's very fast. Um and a good route and a good route runner. I will say, you know, we were very impressed by his route running back whenever we saw his uh, college film. Um, it's just a matter of is he going to get the usage? Is Lamar Jackson going to be good enough to hit him? And are they going to throw the ball enough to uh, to make him effective? kind of warrant that production? Yeah. Um, okay, so rest of season, Terry McLaurin, John Ross, Marquise Brown, rank those three. That's that's the trio right there. <laughs> yeah, it um, is. I like McLaurin a lot. And, you know, John Ross looked fine, and that Bengals offense looked like they were going to throw the ball a lot. And they looked a little more confident than you'd expect that Bengals offense to look. Um, at Seattle, too. Yeah, at Seattle. I mean, I worry about John Ross's hand still, but could we see this offense just kind of carry him with a lot of production? It's possible. You know, to me, I'm going to go with uh, Terry McLaurin, then – then Tyler, then not Tyler Boyd, then John Ross. John Ross. Marquise, Marquise Brown Tyler third. Boyd. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I'm going Marquise Brown first, then Terry McLaurin, then John Ross. I could see it being, like you said, I too. I could see it in any wrong. order. Any order, honestly. McLaurin worries me. I like Case Keenum. I don't know. I've always kind of been a Case Keenum fan, to be honest with you. I don't know what the, uh, you know, what this Redskins offense is going to look like for the entire season, but I think McLaurin's probably going to stick just based on some of the reports that I read. And, you know, what he showed in his debut. That pass that he went up down the sideline and that went up impressive. over the defender, took an interception away. I thought that was really impressive. Uh, he Ter- looked very poised. In, Terry in McLaurin one. had the second most amount of snaps on the team for a wide Love receiver. That. Love right that. Right behind Trey Quinn. I guess what I meant when I said I don't know what the Redskins offense is going to look like is it's how good it's going to be. How good, how good they're going to be, yeah. And, and yeah. all three of these offenses are ones we have really don't know all that much about. Like, right. I don't. the Bengals offense could be absolutely terrible. Yeah. Um, well, we think that these these three teams, not the Ravens so much, but the Skins and the Bengals could be teams that are picking inside the top five or six next year, next yeah. year's draft. Yeah. Potentially. Yeah. And I can see the Ravens in the top 15. Yeah. Okay, snap counts. Anybody that stood out to you in week one in terms of snap counts? You the know, obvious. Do you want to get the obvious out of the way? Yeah, you can go Dante Pettis. But yeah. two snaps? Two snaps. <laughs> we don't know if this is injury-related still from the, his 
bang up at camp. It's not good. It's not good when you have when you have guys like Kendrick Bourne, Richie James, Marquise Goodwin playing in front of you. That's not. That's not. Well, good. Kyle Shanahan wasn't bluffing. Yeah, it doesn't seem like he was. He said, "Yeah, he, pretty much." Dante Pettis has to earn it, yeah. and it looks like he's being true to his word right now. Yeah, I'm still I'm going out and buying Pettis and picking him up anywhere somebody's overreacted and dropping him, but this could mm-hmm. be easily be a guy in next week or the week after that if he's not getting his snaps, I'm dropping him. Yeah, again. Dante Pettis or Corey Davis rest of season? Corey Davis. Okay. Um, anybody else snap count-wise that you uh, had? You know, Devin Singletary really surprised me with the That's amount a good of snap one. counts, with the with the amount of snaps he got. He uh, dominated. He dominated the t- the uh, the amount of time in the field. He was on the field for seventy percent of their snaps. You know, he didn't get all that many carries or all that much workload, but he was very efficient with the work he got. I think he could be a a real nice piece for you. You know, like a he could be an RB two, yeah, pretty easily be an RB two. Yeah. I don't know if he has RB one upside just because I'm not a still a believer in that offense. And I don't think I don't you know I me and you both liked his talent. I don't know if he's a, a generational he's not a generational kind of guy. I don't even no, know if he's no, a I don't prospect I, yeah, at all. Yeah. But I think he can make the most out of what the touches he'll get. Okay. Um, okay. All right. I was thinking about a guy that I could kind of put up against him rest of season but uh i'll think on that for a second um oh i had a thought in my head now and now i can't think of 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 what it was but it'll it'll come back to me um anybody else snap count wiser would want to jump into this thursday night game let's jump into the thursday okay night let's game. do it tampa bay at carolina tonight um oh i know i know what i wanted to say now i know what i want to say because we literally just talked about it darius geis is going Uh, to see James Andrews. He could miss six to eight weeks if he needs surgery, from what I understand, for the torn meniscus. Um, Safe to drop Darius Geis? I mean, in in shallow leagues. In shallow leagues. Yeah, I mean, if you're in a deep league, I wouldn't yet, but it's it's almost there. Okay. I'd wait until the news comes out he's 100% getting surgery, but... Adrian Peter... um, Here's a good one. Adrian Peterson or Devin Singletary rest of the season? Devin Singletary. Is it easy? It's close. Is it close? Okay. Um... Well, two more, two more kind of deep sleepers. I was just kind of thinking of to be keep an eye on, if not add in deep, very deep leagues this year. Mm-hmm. Dion Kane for the Colts. You know, we just saw Devin Funches go to IR with an injury. Um, I think he'll be back eventually, but uh, Dion Kane could make a name for himself there. It's a guy, it's a guy the Colts really like, as well as Mecole Hardman with uh, with Tyreek Hill going down. I think both big, these guys yeah. have a, a big have a lot of potential to make a name for themselves if they can step up and do that. And they're both guys that the team, the respective teams have liked. So keep an eye out for those guys. If not, if you, if not try to get out in front of the waiver wire. Yeah. Hardman was somebody we didn't see a ton of in week one in terms of production after Tyreek Hill went out, but I agree. He could be somebody to, uh, to certainly keep an eye on. Played on 50% Um, of the snaps last week. That's yeah. Well, that's good. That's good. Good news. Um, Okay. Tampa at Carolina tonight. Uh, this is a fun matchup, in my opinion. I know the Bucks looked pretty bad in Week One. Jameis looked terrible as usual, and yeah. nobody on this offense—Mike Evans, O.J. Howard—you know—didn't do anything. Chris Godwin had a touchdown to salvage a pretty lousy day by him as well. Um, but uh, let's talk about the Bucks' offense. A lot of pieces to uh, to discuss. Ronald Jones, who we just talked about, 13 carries, 75 yards, one reception, 18 yards. Again, I thought he showed good patience. I thought he showed some wiggle in the hole. Good balance, bounce off some tackles. I thought he broke a handful of tackles in that game. Um, a little bit on the snap count of the Bucks backfield. Pat, you might need to help me with the pronunciation. Dari Ogunwale. Ogunwale. 
Uh, 27 snaps, led the backfield for the Bucks in week one. Peyton Barber at 25 and Jones at 22. So pretty close split here. Yeah. Um, we expect all these three backs to get to get a run this season and be yeah, pretty close. Yeah, I mean, I think Ogunbowale was in there a lot because I mean, in there towards the end of the game because they were getting crushed. Okay. And he is their passing down specialist, so you could see them and in, in him in a lot more negative game scripts. I, again, I'm taking the chance on Ronald Jones just because I thought he looked the best and he looks like a, uh, a running back that could lead a backfield. But so he's your favorite of the three. Of the three, yeah, okay. at this point. But again, this could be easily be a guy that you're looking. At, he's just not getting any snaps. Or, or getting this three-way split where you're kind of frustrated. Yeah. Um, I honestly am a little scared of this matchup because the the the, uh, the Panthers. Panthers have a very good defensive line, yep. and the Buccaneers, um, you know, we've thought have don't have a very good offensive line. So, Jameis honestly could be getting killed this entire game. Brian Burns could be coming off the edge and, and ripping him to shreds. Um, they uh, they're the old Tampa Bay Buck McCoy. We're coming yeah. back to uh, yeah, Gerald to, McCoy to take take uh, revenge on his old squad for dumping him. <laughs> so uh, I think I honestly think that this isn't a good match. It's gonna be a long day for that offense. Okay, so you're not starting Ronald Jones in this game. I'm, I'm waiting and seeing on Ronald Jones. Unless you have a, you are absolutely desperate for a guy. I'm not starting Ronald Jones yet. He's a speculative ad. A guy, a watch and see guy. Rest of season, Jones or Rashad Penny? Give me Jones. Jones or Latavius Murray. Latavius. Uh, Jones or Deion Lewis? Jones. Okay. So Latavius, Jones, Penny, Lewis. Yep. I figured Lewis would be after them, no, but I wanted Lewis, to kind of check Lewis on that. Lewis still did get about 50. Uh, he, I yeah, think he was I know. about 40-some percent of the, of the, of the, the snaps. snaps yeah. So he was still in there. And it was, it was a game where they, they kind of ran away with it. That's a Derrick Henry game. In a game where they're behind, you know, I think I think Deion Lewis will play a good amount more, and he still should be in line for a good amount of touches. So I don't hate him. Again, I, I don't, I wouldn't be dropping him for somebody. Okay, Chris Godwin, six targets, three receptions, fifty-three yards, and the touchdown that I mentioned to salvage what was not a good week for uh, really any Bucks pass catchers. Uh, Chris Godwin or Josh Gordon at Miami? Whew. Uh, give me Josh Gordon. How about Chris Godwin or Allen Robinson at Denver? I think it might go Godwin in that situation. Okay. So Gordon, Godwin, Robinson in that yeah. order for you. How about, uh, okay, Mike Evans was apparently removing himself from the game quite a bit last week. I didn't see it, but he was sick heading he into the, flu the week. And he was even questionable to play. Yeah, I heard he took himself out of the game a bunch, uh, several times. Yeah, so, Five I mean, targets, two catches, 28 yards. It but doesn't worry me too much. I mean, the one, the offense was absolutely terrible. And two, you know, Mike Evans was sick. So you're not, and you're not, and you, yeah. You're not benching him. Short week, no chance of benching him. I I agree. I, you can't bench a guy who you drafted in the second yeah, round. No. O.J. Howard, not a good first week for him either. Five targets, four catches, 32 yards. Fumble. Um, soft fumble. Soft fumble. Yeah, got it punched out. Kind of went flying. Yeah. I remember we, we watched that play live. Uh, okay, let's look on the Panther side of the football. How about my boy, D.J. Moore? Ten targets, seven yeah. catches. Had a good game. 76 yards, and he uh, – Looked much better than your boy, Curtis Samuel. I wouldn't say that. <laughs> Cam Newton absolutely played like trash. He did. He what, yeah, like, one fantasy I mean, point. Yeah, I mean, you look at the, you look at this these two offenses, and you're like, wow, did they underperform? Yeah. You know, Jameis Winston looked like an idiot. I had a huge call. I think a good call last week saying uh, start Matt Ryan over Jameis. It didn't look great off the bat, but um, Matt Ryan ended up stepping it up in the garbage time. And Jameis looked like an idiot, so did Cam. So, um, you know. I'm still starting Cam. Jameis, I have a little bit more reservations for. 
Um, but yeah, I, th- I still think this offense will get, get it going against a bad Bucks defense. How are you feeling about Greg Olson the rest of the season? Nine targets in week one, four catches. He's got a back injury. Not 100% sure if he's playing tonight. I haven't seen anything as of yet. He's a streaming tight end, you know, a, a 14 kind of, 14th kind of guy. You know, depending on how your league is, you might have to start him. I mean, I'm in, I'm in that situation in some leagues where, you know, I had Hunter Henry and I'm looking on the waiver wire and I'm seeing Jordan Reed to Greg Olson. I'm probably the, taking Olsen in that yeah. in that scenario. I mean, I picked up Vernon Davis not knowing that Jordan Reed got back activated, so now I'm kind of trying to decide where I want to go from there. I think that if Olsen's healthy, he's still going to see the targets. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I mean, Delaney Walker just proved that uh, you can do it in old age, so yeah. I don't see why Greg Olsen can't do it for you know the three Coming weeks off that injury. he's healthy. Yeah. Uh, Greg Olson or Vance McDonald at home versus Seattle? Vance McDonald, no doubt. Really? That easy? Yeah, easy. Way easy. Vance McDonald's still a good player. I don't care if he didn't get that many targets last week because the Steelers' offensive coordinator is yeah. an idiot. Um, <laughs> I just think that if Olsen's going to be in there and you're going to guarantee that he gets seven to nine targets a game. I like, don't see why Vance McDonald shouldn't be getting targets a lot of that. that well, I agree. I don't see why he shouldn't, but you never know. I feel like it's... I feel like Olsen getting those targets is a more is a, a better more chance. I'm, I'm taking the upside with Vance McDonald. All right. I'm taking Olsen. Uh, Chargers-Lions. Are we going to see better things from carry-on in week two? 16 carries, 49 yards, two receptions, 13 yards. A lot of you did in the second half. I know you're getting mad. Uh, yeah, I wasn't very happy with carry-on. I think we'll start to see him, you know, go a little bit better. The This would they the... Lions really opened up and just passed all over. That was, I think that was the game plan going in, just to, to exploit the kind of weakness that Arizona had in the secondary. Um, uh, this is why I was really high on Matt Stafford last week. Um, ended yeah. up working out pretty well. Uh, but I think that they'll get back to that ground and pound. Now, we did see that this is going to be a, a work, like a split. C.J. Anderson's going to get it. Get He's going to get work. I think we knew that coming in. We did. But it, took- it was going to be seeing how much it is. This looks even more like a 50-50 split than I expected. Um, but I still think Carrion's a good enough talent that he can make do with uh, you know a lesser workload. Okay, is he is his upside still RB low end RB one? Uh, that's his upside, but he's got a lot more downside than I yeah. expected. Eighteen. It took seventy f- minutes of football to get eighteen touches yeah. for for Carrion. Um, not not great. Marlon Mack versus the Chargers last week. That's who the Lions get here. Uh, week one for Mack. 25 carries, 174 yards in the touchdown. He looked good. He so looked really good. That, that, well, that bodes well for carry-on, hopefully, against this Chargers defense, and hopefully, hopefully he can rip them up, too. Kenny Galladay, nine targets, four catches, 42 yards in the touchdown. So uh, good things. I mean, not a great line, but the, the targets you like to see for yeah. Galladay, we expect him to be the number one receiver there. And then uh, how about Damian Mandola? Is yeah. this worth, is he worth a pickup? Thirteen definitely, targets, definitely worth a pickup. I'm adding him where I can. You know, I'm not dropping guys that I still. I still think I'd rather have Pettis than, than Danny Amendola. Okay, but I mean, if you have a guy like you know, I had Deontay Johnson in a really really deep league. Yeah, I'm dropping him for him. I'm dropping some of those kind of those kind of lottery ticket guys to the end of the bench. Um, you know, to, to pick up a guy like Danny would you Amendola. consider picking up Amendola over the guys that we mentioned at the top of the show? Um, no, Terry McLaurin, I mean, Marquise Brown. I still think, like I said, the, this offense is going to go back to be, being a little bit more of a run, run heavy offense. I'm not convinced that they're just going to spread around and pass the ball all over. Yep. And I think Marvin Jones is going to get a little more play than, than he did in this game. Um, I'd still rather have Marvin Jones and Dan, than, than Danny Amendola, but, um, you know, uh, it was a good showing from him. 
Great showing. 13 targets, man. I mean, I know, That's again, beautiful. 70 minutes of football, um, but a little bit on Danny Amendola. He's had uh, more than 65 receptions just once in his career. That came back in 2010 with he the Rams. He has trouble staying healthy. 85. I know he has. Well, he, here's the thing, though. Last two seasons, he's only missed two games. So he's been fairly healthy the last few years. Um, you taking Danny Amendola or Jameson Crowder rest of the season? Oh, easily Crowder. Okay. All right. Well, that made my question sound stupid. Yeah. <laughs> but I well, I mean they're similar players. I just yeah. think I just think Crowder's more talented. So that's I would opinion. go with Crowder too. Um, but if I'm gonna get if I'm gonna get this kind of target share for Danny Amendola, then. Big thing could be good I mean, things. Crowder had a crazy target share too. He did 14, um, 13 catches. That's a crazy game. I think he, I saw a stat that he was the only player ever to have what that many catches in under a hundred yards. <laughs> yeah, he didn't. He, he's that many. more that the little kind of dump off guy. Yeah. that's fine. All right, um, let's talk Vikings Packers. This game last season. Get this, okay? Last year in Lambeau, this, I think it was week two or week three. Kirk Cousins, 35 of 48, 425 yards, four touchdowns. That's that game that ended in a 29-29 tie. Um, Stephon Diggs and, and uh, Adam Thielen both had monster games. That was a crazy game. I remember because I had Cousins. They went nuts. Both of those guys, you know, Thielen Diggs went crazy. Um, I don't know if we can, we're going to expect a, a similar game in this one. I think the, the Vikings are going to continue to try to lean on that run game. I think so, too. I think this is going to be a, a little bit heavier of a run offense. But, yeah, I think that you will you should see some good things out of Diggs. And, I don't know if we're going to get 21 for 111 and two touchdowns out of Cook again. I think that this is a pretty good Packers run <sighs> defense and a good, good front though. seven he on the road. He looked real good. He did look he great. Looked, he looked explosive. He looked like he was decisive. He, looked, he was powering through guys. I mean, I was that was pretty awesome from Dalvin Cook. Vikings are going to throw more than ten times, right? Oh my God! Yeah, if they <laughs> throw ten times every game, then they're going to be even worse than it's going to be. Um, wow, is my Diggs pick? Yeah. Uh, Diggs is my most owned player across all my leagues, so they better start throwing the ball. This the last week looked like that typical Atlanta game on the road where they just looked disinterested. Yeah, they have those games where I'm just like. Who is well, this team? And, like, and, Matt and Ryan, you suck. Matt Ryan's like, this a robot offense where, sucks. Like, <laughs> Matt Ryan's the kind of robot where, like, it's, it's what? Like, it'll be, like, uh, second and 15, and you'll be down by, by 14 with five <laughs> minutes left, and he'll throw dump-offs because it's the open guy. Yeah. Well, uh, the thing that really made me mad was he still got 24 fantasy points. He got the garbage time. Yeah, and he was awful. That offense stunk. They do that. They did that in Pittsburgh last year, where they just came in and looked like they had Didn't no. Yeah. They did not want to be there at yeah. all. Um, okay, a couple other things on this game. Well, Diggs two targets, two catches, thirty-seven yards. But again, just the ten. I mean, it's twenty percent. Just the ten. Twenty percent workload. Exactly. Just the ten pass attempts. So can't read into that too much. Geronimo Allison. Are we gonna see better things this week. Zero yeah. targets. I feel like we have to. It's got to go up. <laughs> I can't imagine they're not going to use the, the, you know, utilize the slot. I mean, role. it was a sloppy game that from offense. that, just that entire, that whole thing was sloppy. Oh, so bad. Um, you know, like I said, sloppy game. Uh, Rodgers didn't look great. Uh, the Bears have a stifling defense, so um, I'm not too, I would, I'm still holding Geronimo. Allison or, or Valdez Scantley rest of season? Valdez Scantley. I mean, they were they were back to back for me. I was going back and forth between which one I wanted, and I can't just say I still want Geronimo now. Yeah, dropping Geronimo? No, hold no. 
for well, depending on I mean, I mean, I'm what you got. I'm right? still taking Geronimo over guys like Marquise Brown, okay, John Ross, okay, all right, uh, all right, Bills Giants at the Meadowlands. Thoughts on Devin Singletary? Well, we talked about him in Week One. We thought that was all really good. Um, how yep. about John Brown? Is 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 John Brown for real? Ten targets, seven catches, one hundred twenty-three so. I mean, yards, and a is, touchdown. This is what he's done. He's always been a deep threat guy. Um, he's a very good receiver when he's healthy. I'm I'm I'm, uh, I'm I'm encouraged by John Brown. I mean, last year I owned him in a in our main league, and he was dominating with Flacco. Like Flat, he was a he was a top tw- he was a top twenty four receiver with Flacco for most of the year, yeah. and then Lamar Jackson came in, and he was he basically just stood on the sidelines with his hands crossed in the whole game. <laughs> John Brown or Robbie Anderson, rest of season. I'm still taking Robbie Anderson. Okay. Wow, that, does that take a lot of courage for you to say that? Well, I mean, John. I mean, I think jo- uh, John Brown's a little bit more of a. He can run a couple more routes than Robbie Anderson can, <laughs> but Robbie Anderson's still the more talented. There it is. There it and is. And I still think Sam Darnold's a better quarterback than Josh. Than Allen. Josh Allen. That's fair. All all of that factors in. All that's fair. Uh, yeah, I like it a lot though. The the seven catches on ten targets tells me that okay, you're doing a little bit more than just. Deep shot, deep yeah. shot, deep shot. I know they hit on a, one or two. I'd have to go back yeah. and look at the film, but uh, okay. Cowboys. Anything else from this game? Bills, Giants. I don't. I don't think we have to talk too much about. Oh, Le'Veon. Hundred percent of the hundred percent. Oh of the snaps, yes. Twenty two carries. No, that. Well, this is Bills, Giants. Oh, Bills, Giants. I'm about? thinking. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. Bills game against the Jets. Never mind. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. No, you're fine. You're fine. We'll talk about Jets. Shout out to Le'Veon. We'll talk. Thought. Shout out to Le'Veon. We'll talk about the Jets when we get to the AFC home games. Um. Giants pass catchers Evan Ingram big week one. Oh, what a day! Yeah, is Love he? It. Um, I mean, he's still is he going to be slotted in at that number I mean, four tight end all year three? Yeah, I you mean know? three for me or four four for me now. It's not know. above the big three. He's jump. He's if he has another week like that, he's up in that up in that tier above Kittle. No, nobody touches Kittle. <laughs> Kittle's the boss. Okay, you'd probably put him above Ertz if anything at first. Yeah, I mean, I just Ertz. He didn't have a great game last wow. week. Um, yeah. I still think he's going to see a lot of kind of competition just from what we see in that offense. He's still going to get his. He is a he is a baller. Kittle's. He's I mean, I mean, uh, he's one of the top the best tight ends in the game. I mean, I'm talking about Ertz. Yeah. Know? But I just think that offense is. It's always been a little more spread around, and there's a, there's a good amount of of pieces there. So I think yeah. he could see a little bit of a decrease in his workload. Well, I think we've we're already starting to see the separation of the the top tier tight ends. Uh, where well, OJ Howard. Badly, know, save but, OJ Howard. He yeah. didn't have a good week, but now with Hunter Henry hurt, yeah. um, you know there is a big drop off. When we're, I think we hit, I think we hit off. Eric Ebron on the head yeah. with just, and now with luck out, of yeah, course that that changes things. But um, you know th- there is a big drop off between the, those top tight ends. But Evan Ingram got to love what we saw week one there. Okay, let's talk Cowboys Redskins. Um, how about Michael Gallup? Big week, man. Oh, heck of a week. Heck of a week. I, I actually, so I'm in a Reddit league where called like the, the NAR FFL. It's like a, it's like a promotion league where like, if you win, if you win the league, you move up a tier into a, into a better league. It's a pretty cool concept. I've been just trying to play through it. It's, you know, every couple of years, but there was a, yeah. there was a, there was a terrible trade. I just saw Michael Gallup straight up for Devonta Freeman in my league. I'm like, oh, okay. That Holy kind of stuff, overreaction. Yeah. That, that's the kind of stuff that makes you not want to compete in yeah. the league. <laughs> um, where can we put Michael Gallup for a season? Is he a wide receiver three upside? Yeah, is I, he, think, I mean, he is wide receiver he two, two upside. upside. If, if this um, offense continues, I mean, what they just have Kellen Moore as their new offensive coordinator who, Looks to be wanting to throw the ball a little bit more. 
Um, no, I think that they had a lot of guys running free. That Giants defense did not look good at all. Um, I think that it's going to be a little bit harder slate, sledding for Dak Prescott instead of throwing to open lanes every single time. Yeah. Um, but Michael Gallup looked good. I, I, I mean, I, I'm taking Michael Gallup over John Ross, Marquise Brown, all those guys easily. Michael Gallup or Marvin Jones? Michael Gallup. Nice. Wow, Marvin Jones is your dude, too. Yeah, I yeah. him a lot. Okay, so so Michael Gallup, if he, I doubt he's out there he's not. in your leagues. but every single one of my leagues, and yeah, he's, he's not out there. Yeah, he's probably not out there. He might be. Maybe a few. I mean, by now he's picked up. But Okay, so Adrian Peterson, we talked about him a little bit. We're going to get him for at least next probably six to eight weeks, I yeah. would think, as the I mean, starter in he's Washington. A, he's a running back, too. I mean, he's, I think him and, like like you said earlier, Devin Singletary or him, I think they're very close. Mm-hmm. I I'd like Devin Singletary a lot, but, you know, he can, Adrian Peterson already showed that he still has it, so he can yeah. easily be a boss. Um. Yeah, I agree. man, he, we saw a little bit of him in the preseason AP. We thought he still kind of had, had that. It. He still yeah. kind of had it uh, from what we saw. He's, uh, but yeah, you're right. I mean, he's going to be a. I, I think the expectation for me, he's still maybe a high end RB three as a starter. I don't know if I'm ready to put him in that RB two yeah no, category. No. You know what I mean? We'll have to see kind of how that that I goes. But again. This is not a very good offense. At least we're not projecting it to be. Now, what about Chris Thompson? I think he's worth talking about. I think he's a he's a addable guy as well. I mean, he played the most snaps out of any of them last week. Um, I think he's going to be. I think he's going to be a, as he always is a factor in this offense. How about AP, AP or Duke Johnson? Duke Johnson. Okay. Carlos Hyde. Uh, AP. Okay. All right. Um. I just, yeah, okay, that, that's uh, Duke, fair. Duke, Duke Johnson just has long, all, all year potential where AP, if when guys come he's, back, yeah, he, six, should eight. Cut, he should be. Well, yeah, I mean, you're going to get him until probably week 10, I'd say yeah. at least. Yeah. Um, okay, uh, Any what else from this game? Cowboys, Skins, I mean, Dak Prescott had a good week one. Are you, Fire him up. Yeah. Yeah, I'm starting him in, in, in a lot of leagues. You know, I, I honestly considered dropping um, Russell Wilson for Dak Prescott, and then I kind of checked myself and said, hey, Dak Prescott's still not the greatest quarterback in the world. Um, How about Dak or Cam this week? Who's Cam got again? Tonight, Tampa Bay. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, give me Cam. Okay. Um, Dak or Kirk Cousins at Green Bay? Dak. Dak? Okay. Um, all right. Saints at the Rams. Here's a good one. This is going to be a fun it's game. Gonna this is going to be a really – these next two games are going to be really fun. Saints-Rams and then Eagles-Falcons on Sunday night football. Um, the, the same old story here with the Rams receivers. I thought C- Cooper Cup looked good in week one mm-hmm. um, coming a, off that ACL injury. Brandon Cooks didn't do a whole lot, but we're going to get this kind of back and forth with these guys all year. I mean, I was very, very, very uh, encouraged by what Cooper Cup did. I've got him in a few places. You know, I think he's Goff's security blanket. I think Goff, whenever he's panicking or whenever he's like, whenever he doesn't know what to do, he's going to throw it to Cooper Cup. That's his go-to guy to, uh, from what I've seen. So um, I'm very encouraged by Cooper Cup. I think he's going to be potentially the, the safest of them all. Um, but Cooks, to me, is still a guy to own there. Okay. So Cooks, it's still, then, then Cook. Cup. I've told it stays the same to me as it's and been. And then Cooks. Woods. Yep. Okay. All right. Um, all right. What else from this game, Pat? 
A girly. I mean, girly. Girly Marley. Decreased workload, you know. And Malcolm Brown. I was listening to kind of some people talking. I was kind of they they made the argument that maybe Gurley isn't going to get much of the of the end zone, the goal line work because yeah. that's more of the ground and pound, like you know, pound it up in there, that, that kind of you know, like that that that, wear, that is a little. They don't want to. They don't want to put that wear and tear on them. Yeah, is that I, what you're saying? I could see it. You know, that might be what their their game plan is. And that that's kind of, that could be kind of scary. So that's opposite of what we thought going in. We thought that yeah, he was going to get the I valuable he'd carries. Get the valuable carries, but that makes sense to me. Now, again, we don't know if Sean McVay is thinking he could he could easily be trying to just play people week one. He could be showing you that he's not going to use Gurley in a lot of situations. He's going to try to save him for playoffs. But that being said, Gurley still played the majority of the snaps, a a major majority of the snaps, and he still looked amazing when he was out there. I thought I didn't see any anything he lost. I thought he looked really good, and I'm still firing up as a running back one. I thought he looked good. He concerned me with his facial expressions after a couple runs where he was just kind of— I watched him one time. He got bent over. He just—he looks like he's hurting, okay. in my opinion. I, I don't know. I, I think he looked explosive on some runs, but then afterwards he looks like he's hurting. You call him a surprise retiree by the end of the year? I don't think so. But, my, I mean, hey, who knows Can anymore in this league? How about DB? He'd be really mad. He'd be very <laughs> angry, for sure. For sure. Okay, Saints side of the ball. I think Jared Cook only had, what, two for 37? Yeah, it didn't look um, good. You know, we still buying Jared Cook as a high upside guy in this offense. Yeah, I he's think. still got great upside. Yeah. I mean, I don't think even, – even if he's just not performing, he's still got – Yeah, is he, and he has, up, he has top, top one upside every single week Yeah, just because of the offense. But – you know, this is what we see from Jared Cook, where he just kind of disappears. Yeah, he's done it. He's very good at. He's a, like Houdini, and you just go. You don't. You don't see him. Is he gonna? We still feel like he'll finish as a top seven, eight tight end come the end of the season. I have my doubts. Okay. Anybody? I, I anybody at up. the beginning of the year that you weren't taking over him that you? I look again. It's week. It's one week. I don't. I don't want to overreact, but we have to. We have to talk about I mean, this stuff. I I still think I'm taking him over a guy like Mark Andrews or or TJ Hawkinson, who are the big standouts week one yeah. at tight end. Um over the Colts tight ends. Oh, uh, I was taking him over the Colts tight ends for okay. you know, especially towards the end of the year. Yeah. Um I'm still not there with Mark Andrews and, and TJ Hawkinson, but it's close. Speaking of those two, Hawkinson, we didn't talk about him, we talked about Lions. Yeah, oh yeah. Uh is he Wow, I can't believe we didn't talk about him. Sorry about that. <laughs> yeah. Huge! What a game! I mean, he was—he looked awesome. That yeah. that touchdown catch in the end zone where he went up, kind of high pointed the ball over yeah. a couple defenders. I thought, I, I just thought he was great. He was yeah. great. I, um, I, is he? Is are we going to see more of this? Is yeah. is he going to be dominant? I, I'm a, I'm one skeptical and two, I I like what I saw. One, um, the reason I'm skeptical is I don't think that they're going to face defenses that are quite as bad as Arizona all the time. I think Arizona was kind of out of their element. They were letting him run free a lot. But to me, that also says that they were scheming plays for TJ Hawkinson, you know, like oh, deep, deep, deep uh, clear out routes for Hawkinson to catch it. Yeah. When it comes from the right side of the field, goes, they send Marvin Jones deep and then he comes over left side and gets a deep. Like a crosser, like a yeah, deep crosser. crosser, and and to me that's like, hey, look at that. They're they're trying to get T.J. Hawkinson involved, which was thing was something I didn't expect to see. So I'm, I don't, I wouldn't expect him to put up a tight end like top tier tight end numbers all year, but I think they're going to try to get him involved. So he's definitely yeah. a guy to have on your squad, and I think he'll be a a, a, a good option to have. Yeah, I think if we see year. a couple more performances like this, we could be talking about 
yeah. a top seven or eight tight end easily come the end of the season for sure. Uh, well, I mean, especially we talked about this before is once you get to that kind of that six, seven, you know, spot of it drops off, it drops off. There's a big drop off. So there's an opportunity to crack that, that range. Delaney Walker, TJ Hawkinson. Rest Ooh, season, rest season. That's a good one, man. Um, I still want to lean Delaney. It's been one week. But ask me in like week three or four, and that might be a different story. Mark Andrews or TJ Hawkinson? TJ Hawkinson. I think I'm there too. Just because yeah. of the, just the offen- offense, I yeah. think that you'll see Mark Andrews disappear a little bit more. But. Yeah. It's funny because in my one draft, in Derek's draft, I drafted TJ Hawkinson and mm-hmm. then dropped him before week one for Mark Andrews. Both had really good yeah. weeks. I don't think, I think they're very close. Yeah, I dropped TJ Hawkinson for uh, Greg Olson. Yeah. That was great. <laughs> yeah, that was a good one. Uh, Eagles, Falcons. Let's wrap this thing up with Sunday Night Football. Another really good, really good matchup. Six of my nine <laughs> starters in, fan, in Dynasty are in this game. Yeah. So I have Carson Wentz, Alshon Jeffrey, Zach Ertz, Calvin Ridley. Um, I'm missing, I don't know. I have somebody else, but maybe. I don't know. Anyway, um, not six of my nine, but I, oh, that's right. That's what it was. It was six of my nine guys are either in Sunday night football or Monday night football this week. And I think I had two, two in Monday. Oh, I have Le'Veon and Chubb because it's Jets, it's Jets Browns on Monday night. That's what it was. Um, all right. Week one, Calvin Ridley. Uh, I think he had a touchdown catch. Um, I think he was like, what? Yeah. I can't remember his stat a, line a, now, but he, he was a, he had a touchdown catch. He had a fine game. Um, is he? You want Calvin Ridley or DJ Moore? Rest of season. I mean, it's probably going to stand as it did pre- it, as it did in it's the beginning close. of the year. Yeah, I'm give me, I'm still I'm still taking Calvin. Okay, I'll take DJ. My boy. Um, Miles Sanders not a great game. He had a touchdown run called back. But I thought he looked good in the touchdown run. I thought he could look good, and he got the snaps. Like he, the, he led the backfield yeah. in snaps. Now, Darren yeah. Sproles got a lot more work than than I think a lot of people expected. Um, maybe we should have expected it because they do love him a lot. But uh, I think you're going to see this split continue to play out. Darren Sproles, a decent pickup in a big league. I don't think he's a bad one. I mean, I don't know when I'm ever going to feel confident starting Darren Sproles. That's a problem. But... Um, yeah. you know, he's not a bad, a bad, you know, kind of flyer. Um, Alshon Jeffrey, two touchdowns in week one. Um, I mean, this is a game where this is going to be fun to watch, but there's no real surprises. You're confident. I think you're confident starting Calvin Ridley in this game. Yeah. You're confident starting, obviously you got Julio Jones. You're going to start Matt Ryan in this game. Um, unlike week one where I, I know you were saying start Matt Ryan. I didn't love him at Minnesota, mm-hmm. um, but it turns out he got the points anyway. But this is this should be a, a pretty high-scoring yep. game. Start Calvin Ridley. Start your studs. Devontae Freeman. Freeman Julio, scares course. me a little bit. Just yeah. Because, I, that they, because if the Phil, Philadelphia has a very, very good defensive line, kind of front seven, yeah. their weaknesses, I think, in their secondary. Sure. So I could easily see Devontae Freeman having another bad game. Okay. That's a good point. That's a good point. I'm just I'm banking on a decent amount. I'm still amount starting. Of I'm yeah, still you're starting. still starting. I'm still banking on a decent amount of points scored in this one. Um, Eagles side of the football, you know, fire him up, Alshon, you know, Wentz. You starting? You taking a chance starting Miles Sanders this week? 
Okay. I'd serve him as a flex. Okay. Miles Sanders or Deshaun Jackson? Um, oh, we just had this one. And we lost. And we lost. I might go Deshaun Jackson on this one because we, we actually we are going to go Deshaun. Okay, I think that just about does it then for the NFC home games, Pat. Um, again, if you have any questions, hit us up on Twitter at Pad the Stats. Listen to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcast, Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, you name it, you can find us. Um, and we will have an AFC home game. We'll preview those. We had seven games in the NFC slate. We'll do nine in the AFC games. And enjoy football tonight, everybody. Have a good one. We'll talk to you next time. Bye bye.